Now we will be live on Facebook. Okay. All right. We are officially live on Facebook. Wait, hold All on. Right. There we go. I have to make sure I mute the Facebook, otherwise it's the background noise. Okay. All right, everybody. I'm here with Jason Young. So excited to get to do five questions with you. I think you're the first man that I've done this with. I haven't had very many men uh, volunteering to be interviewed for the five questions. So thank you. Cool. You're the first one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm honored. Awesome. Well, um, I'm sure many of the ER Shred community members know that you just recently got over your um, your surgery and you're recovering and look at you, you're, you're um, alive and well and thriving back home. So it's, we're all so grateful and happy to see that, that you're doing well and healthy. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Well, let's start by having you introduce uh, yourself for anyone who might be new to the community. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, your personality, what you do for a living, all that fun stuff. Uh, my name is Jason Young, and I was born and raised in Salem, Oregon. Uh, just <clears throat> recently relocated the family to Queen Creek, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix and um, loving the sunshine. We we uh, we're used to lots of cold and rain this time of year, and it's beautiful and sunny and uh, yeah, just amazing nice. out there. Lots of yeah. vitamin D. Yes. So yeah, so we love it. We we uh, it was the best move we made. We should have done it sooner. Well. I don't know. I I always think we should have done something sooner, but then, yeah. you know, uh, maybe my son or daughter wouldn't be here. Like, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but we made nice the move. It's nice warm weather, for sure. I love that yeah. we're yeah, in Southern yeah. Utah. Yeah. Yeah, we love it. And I, I, uh, soon as I'm fully healed up and I can get out and move some more without building too much pressure, uh, I like to walk in the desert and, and, um, uh, we've got lots of area through the neighborhood that's, you know, it's desert floor, but it, we're still in suburbia. It's still residential. You know, there's a mountain right across the street. I could go climb, um, um but I haven't ventured out that far. I just hit the trails through the, yeah. through the neighborhood, but you're easing your way back into like being physically active yeah yeah but yeah. it's but it's good here you know back home we have lots of forest um and there's there's some really cool trail you know outdoorsy stuff to do there for sure fishing and hunting and i mean it's the pacific northwest so uh so it's awesome for that but yeah but when we look at pictures back home now it just looks wet <laughs> so oh. everything is so wet yeah <laughs> so yeah but uh what do I do for a living um I I've had multiple businesses over the years I've been mostly self-employed my um the better part of 
of my adult life, but uh, uh, only worked for other people for maybe five or six years out of the 30, uh, 30 years I've called myself an adult. And um, uh, we've had service businesses and retail businesses, mostly in the, the tech industry from cell phones to AV, home theater, most of, most of my career was uh, uh, custom home theater, audio, video, distributed audio through the house. I've hung somewhere in the neighborhood of 5,000 flat screen TVs on walls and hundreds of projectors. And um, my business, one of uh, my, my business for, I don't know, 15 years at least was uh, called Theater by Design. And I named it that because I would take people's living room or family room or bonus room and by design, it would become uh, a movie theater. So right. hence theater by design. But yeah. um, so I'm a I'm a nerd geek. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like to take things that are really technical and then uh, make them work seamlessly and then teach people how to push one button to do 20 things. Oh, that's know. cool. Yeah. But you don't do that anymore. Now you're just doing. No. Yeah. 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 There, so now right? uh, recently we've been to, as of uh, the end of 2019, we bought a virtual reality motion simulator, six person looks like a convertible car from the movie Tron legacy. And we take it oh. to fairs and festivals and, and, uh, car shows, rod runs, air shows, wherever there's lots of people. And then uh, we sell an experience. Do um, you still get to uh, use that passion you have for all the technology and stuff that you were just talking about? Yeah, yeah, there's uh, seven, seven computers on board oh. and some real fancy electronics that makes the linear actuators move, you know, so it's got the motion platform. It's pretty pretty nerdy stuff <laughs> that's cool it's, so all, that it's all you hidden come up with that whole idea then no I didn't um first time I saw VR I was 12 12 years old I think we we're at a fair and it was pretty uh it was pretty lame back then you know <laughs> you had like this guy that was made out of three triangles who shot a triangle shaped gun and sh triangle shaped bullets came out and <laughs> there was oh. like two two flat uh platforms and a staircase and anyway it was really it was really lame but um <laughs> nothing that you could sell you know they oh. um but anyway and uh and now that now we have uh we have 110 different simulations for the four main ones that we play are like a cartoon motorcycle adventure you're in the sidecar of a motorcycle and this crazy cartoon character jumps on tries to give you a cheeseburger a giant bird swoops down steals a cheeseburger <laughs> and you take off chasing him and you almost hit a train and you jump off a, oh. um, anyway it's pretty fun that's our fun for all ages ride and then we have a a big carnival ride that swings you 150 feet in the air and flips you upside down and that's sheer thrill and excitement and, yeah. and then we have a couple of shooting games that are you know more like arcade style 
shooter, yeah. starfighter, and whatnot. So when you head to the fairs, do you drive? Do you pull all that equipment yeah. and things? Yeah, you we have like uh, a semi or what? No, just a twenty-six foot enclosed car trailer that I modified to haul a simulator instead of a car. Oh so I basically, oh. I just put yeah the the machine rolls around on these little casters and uh so i had to put um rails in the car hauler so that the casters would fit into the rails and when we winch it into the trailer it doesn't roll and slam into the wall or tear up the floor oh and, uh, wow that's so cool yeah. well so, that sounds fun that you get to go and be around a lot of people you you're like an extrovert right i think we talked about I'm, that yeah I, I wasn't born that way, but, but I've, yeah, I've trained myself to be, you know, growing up when I, um, in high school, I, I dropped out of high school my sophomore year with a 0.5 GPA, which means I had an A in math and an F in everything else, because at the time, that's how I felt about school, just yeah. F everything else. So yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was a fat kid in school. I got teased a lot and, and, um, and ultimately it, uh, caused me to quit high school. So leaving high school, I, uh, I didn't have any social acumen. I w I was, uh, I was very much an introvert and, uh, and so I spent a lot of my adult life, uh, teaching myself to be more outgoing, more extroverted. And, um, and it served me well, you know, I, growing up, my dad had a similar business. So I, I, as a child, I was a big people watcher. We were, we were in the fair doing the fair thing then. Um, and so I would sit back and watch other people uh interact but i never you know i never really put myself out there a whole lot oh. um but as an adult i just um i don't know i just taught myself to be more outgoing and you know yeah yeah for yeah. instance for instance yeah. we had uh i don't know 10 years ago we we had um we rented a a room a banquet room to to uh promote our network marketing business and i got up in front of uh in front of a room of only like eight people and i knew all of them yeah um but for some reason i had tremendous stage fright i choked up i couldn't breathe um i literally felt like running out of the room screaming and crying like <laughs> like a, like a girl like a little girl and uh uh, and I, I did have to, ultimately I had to leave the room, get a drink of water and catch my breath. Cause I, uh, I thought I was going to pass out. Mm -hmm. So, um, so not extroverted in that way at all. Public speaking, um, uh, not a chance. And, yeah. and, uh, it wasn't until our, our ER shred community that, uh, that I could even do a Facebook live or get, oh, you know, the camera terrified me and yeah. Oh, wow. That's so cool to know, because I would have thought that it's just comes natural to you, like just yeah. seeing you on live videos and the different um, 
calls that you've been on, I would have just assumed that this is just who you are. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. You're comfortable in front of the camera and talking in front of people. So that's really cool. Yeah, not so really much. Cool not, yeah. No, it's a, it's a muscle. Like grow into that. Yeah. 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 It's a muscle for that's sure. So, cool. so, well, we kind of touched a little bit on the things that you're a little bit passionate about, but I think we could go right into the third question, which is like, if you could spend more time doing the things that you truly love, where do you see your life in about five to 10 years? Like, I love to visualize the future, what, what you see yourself doing um, yeah. in your ideal life. Um, you know, that question comes at a, um, an interesting time because we're, uh, you know, we transitioned from one business to another just a couple of years ago and then the pandemic hit and then I had a brain surgery and then I had another brain surgery yeah. <laughs> and then we moved to another state and uh um as it happens life uh throws curveballs at us all the time and um and so right now I'm at a crossroads because uh, that business that we're doing currently um, isn't serving us so much. Financially, we do we do very well with it. But my daughter's 15. She doesn't want to travel anymore. My, uh, my wife's had enough after a couple of seasons. Uh, she's, she wants to be home with the kids and uh, not on the road. And so it, you know, it takes a different kind of person to do that. So um uh being beings that i've i've had this health crisis and and come through it uh so well i've kind of found a new passion to um help other people um help other people to become healthy. And, and so, you know, we're, we're attempting to, to do that, um, uh, to coach and, and help people through, uh, similar health issues and whatnot. And so uh, one thing that I've always wanted to do, uh, that, that I said, once, once I have enough money, enough capital, um, and I can do whatever I wanted to do, uh, I've always wanted to make the world's best prosthesis, the prosthetic limbs, like artificial um, yeah. limbs. And so, you know, I've always I've always been kind of an inventor and idea guy. I've always come up with with uh, a ton of ideas, never patented any, never uh, never followed through on them. I don't know why, um, uh, but. But one dream I always had was someday I'm going to have enough, uh, enough money and enough free time that, <clears throat> that I'm going to build a bionic arm or leg that someone that, that would be so impressive that someone would nearly want to remove their own <laughs> real limb to put it on. Right. That's so awesome. that, uh, you know, so that someone, uh, a veteran who lost a limb in, in wartime or <clears throat> um, my my grandfather, my mom's dad, uh, 
ended up he was a a welder and a pipe fitter his whole career and and he was around asbestos wrapped pipes uh <clears throat> and later in life he lost his uh his leg from the knee down um and i always thought it would be great to give him a leg that would allow him to do the things you know he always he worked in the garden and he walked or rode his bike everywhere he was always really physically active and when he lost his leg um his whole world changed. And, and I know that happens for a lot of people. So when I was a, a kid, we were at a car show and I saw this guy walking through the car show and I could see him from the, the waist up or chest up. Um, and he had a whole entourage of people. It was obvious that, that uh, everybody loved the guy, right? He was just um, kind of lit up the room as he walked through. And I noticed as he cleared this car that uh, he had shorts on and he had a prosthetic limb, right? He was missing his left leg from the knee down. And and it was the coolest like spring. It had a shock on it. It was anodized, bright orange. He even put LED lights on it. Oh, like, awesome. Um, yeah, it was just, it was really, really cool. Like he was so proud of this uh of his prosthesis that yeah. um uh anyway it didn't it didn't slow him down at all and i couldn't tell in his stride before i saw it that he even had it on right it was really cool oh. but um so i always thought that it would be really cool to to make something even better and um now they have pretty awesome technology that you know that you can control a, a hand with your with your mind um so anyway, so uh kind of got off on a tangent, but no, but that's, that's what I that's what I would I do. I've always wanted that. to help people in that way. I've always yeah. wanted to um to improve people's lives uh in you know, yeah, make them to a better place. Health. Yeah. Well, so have you been able to uh, other than your um like home theater endeavor and getting to create that. And that was kind of a fun little thing for you. Are there other things in your past that you've are really proud of that you've created or overcome some of your accomplishments? I'd love to hear about some of those things that you're proud of. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, I've, uh, well, I've already said I built I built a few businesses that were quite successful. Uh, one of them we talked about, but um, uh, I um, I tried corporate America for a little while. I I worked for a big electronics company um, retailer, and um, and I. I created an install team for them, similar to what I did for myself. Um, when I interviewed for the job, they said, we don't, we don't have a position like that. And I said, well, you do now, cause here I am. So, so I created an install team and trained them. And in about two and a half years, they made me a uh, AV manager. And then I was promoted to home office, became an AV buyer, climbed the corporate ladder to two rungs from the top um in two and a half years and then found myself stuck in a cubicle in an ad room so um decided that corporate life was not 
Oh. For me, I figured out why I didn't climb that that ladder sooner. Yeah. <laughs> but I was proud for what I um, what I had accomplished, you know, in in a short amount of time, and um, uh, hired on at a higher pay rate than anybody they've ever hired um, before and and since, um, and uh, and promoted really really quickly. So, so I would say. Um, built successful businesses, promoted uh, rather quickly um, in a business. I've always kind of chased um, money and business. And, and so, um, so I'm proud of those things. I recently, um, well, 10 years ago, I lost 100, over 100 pounds. Um, and I was pretty proud of myself for that. And struggled my whole life with with that and then more recently um lost 80 something again and so uh so i'm pretty proud of that i mean it takes yeah. takes quite a bit of discipline to to do that to do that um, yeah so i agree like wow i'm so impressed and excited for you as far as like the new direction, you said that you're in this crossroads and like yeah. just thinking about where you've come from, the the growth mindset that you have, the innovators, inventors mind that you have and your passion for health and nutrition based on your own health crisis and the fact that you were able to lose all that weight. And now you're here in this space where you have this opportunity and you're about ready to dive into that it's just so exciting to see what what you're going to create with the the skill sets that you have now and the belief yeah. that you have in yourself that you are capable of building something based on your past experiences you've done it before you've built businesses you've been um innovative about it which i think is required for building any kind of business and sometimes we think you know when building a network marketing business we think oh we just have to do it the way this person did it and then we'll be instantly successful but i think what we're all coming to realize is that gosh there really is no um instruction manual because it's so unique for each individual and it really comes down to using your own creative innovative mind and also believing that you have you are capable of it so yeah. i think that you are such a perfect example of what we all need when building a business you first need to have recognize what you have already built before in your past which um, builds that belief and then use the creative aspect you know the be innovative about it and not trying to um do what everybody else is doing you can learn from other people but you still have to use your own like unique approach to doing it so i'm excited to see what what you're going to create using your creative mind yeah yeah. Yeah, me too. I I um uh you know, I I've been looking for <clears throat> um I've been looking for the next thing to to pay the bills right now. Um, you know, to get me off the road and and uh uh it's still a difficult still a difficult thing for me i think to to um well you know like any any sales job that that you look at whether it's real estate or insurance or um 
I've always been really good at at sales and and being in front of people. Like I said, I've I've trained that muscle. And so we go to fairs and I I stand in front of, you know, 40,000 people on a weekend. Um, and I and I say the same thing to everyone over and over and over and over and over again, <laughs> um, ten dollars at a time. <laughs> and uh, so that's selling, right? That's true. That's truly selling. But it's a it's an instant kind of a thing, right? It's oh, ten mm-hmm. bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks. And um, and I've never really that's I've always been that kind of a salesperson. I've always I've always gotten pretty instant gratification. Um, which kind of feeds me and keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And in real estate or insurance or network marketing, um, there's a whole lot of building, uh, creating the pipeline and you know feeding it. And there's a lot of stuff up front that doesn't get the bills paid maybe mm-hmm. real quick. You know, like yeah. the bills that we've amassed are pretty tremendous. But um, so, uh, so I'm, I'm looking at some jobs locally to to bridge that gap, but but uh, but ultimately, ultimately, I um, all I want to do is help people. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean that's that's my ultimate goal is to to be able to just do that full time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I know that I'll get there. We'll we'll get there, but yeah. Um, and now your new muscle to develop, since you're also a great example, I wanted to point that out one more time, for those who might believe that they are just introverted, shy, and aren't good in front of the camera or speaking in front of people, I love to know that you were the opposite of that, yeah. and that you can build that muscle, like you said. And now I'm seeing that your new work to do, your muscle now that you are going to work to build is the the delayed gratification aspect. Right selling because you're so used to instant gratification but now there is when it comes to selling and building a business there is definitely that muscle that we need to build um, each of us to get comfortable with the delayed gratification and getting making sure that we're in the space of enjoyment during the journey of it and that we don't need the instant results otherwise we're all just going to end up quitting (laughs) too soon right right yeah yeah yeah. and that (laughs) that's that's uh that's exactly it. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, I've never been good with, with, uh, delayed gratification mm-hmm. for sure. It's, it's always right now. Let's, yeah. let's do what we can today for today. And yeah, uh, well, I guess in some sense you have been good with the delayed gratification because it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't, you don't lose a hundred pounds overnight and no. so you two, you be in it for the long haul and be able to be patient with the process and losing the hundred pounds. Like you have at least one experience to draw on that yeah. you've been able to practice that delayed gratification in that area. Yeah. 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 The, the key, the, the thing for me is, uh, is just, um, you know, as a, as a husband and a father and <clears throat> the breadwinner of, of the family, um, uh, there's, um, <clears throat> there's always someone with their hand out. <laughs> there's always a bill to be paid. Oh, like, for sure. Always, and, yeah, uh, always like, Oh, like, they don't want to wait. For, from me. <laughs> yeah, they don't, no, 
the gas uh the gas will get turned off if i don't pay that the gas yeah. bill. so yeah um so, anyway so i'm i'm uh i'm working that piece of it out yeah so that you can put energy into yeah, yeah. the delayed gratification because you yeah. have to first and foremost get those make sure the bills are paid and yeah. then whatever time is left over you can devote to your family and building this new stream yeah. of income yeah and i'm excited i'm excited for um i'm actually excited to be i'm an entrepreneur by by heart like i was raised by an entrepreneur i'm second generation and and i want to to be that but i'm kind of excited uh at the prospect of going back to work for someone else uh so that i can punch a clock and make that time because what we're doing right now is all consuming when we're on the road uh you know it that's all there is yeah. we just there isn't there isn't time for uh what i really want to do so yeah um, so i'm excited to make that space and that time um and just go go do the the daily job so that i can come home and do what i want to do yeah um you know even yeah. though even though i like doing that yeah um, it is uh oftentimes another thing that people don't understand who've never been self-employed or never uh never had their own business is uh it is more than a full-time job you know a lot of people think well i boy i'd love to you know we talk to people on the road all the time and and uh and they come up and they go wow so you just you do this you know six months out of the year and then and uh I don't know. They just see they just see the easy part. We're standing there pushing buttons and talking to people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, this is so easy. I, I wish I could make that much money just standing here, you know, <laughs> doing yeah. seemingly nothing. Um, <laughs> but they but they have no idea how all consuming it can be and and yeah. how tough it is to be on, you know, on the road for months at a time. And yeah, for sure. Why I disappeared from the group for, you know, five or six months because uh because i couldn't think of anything else so yeah uh, so i'm excited to to not be doing that and have have yeah. some more time yeah that's awesome so, yeah well let's finish this call uh with you sharing what you believe is like what what gives you purpose and um yeah. ultimately in the grand scheme of things what gets you most excited and um passionate about like why we're here what is like the the meaning of life why what are we what is best what is our time spent best spent doing while we're here oh in man. your from your life experience i want to yeah hear. yeah that's a deep question yeah <laughs> um god you know i i think uh i think it's just about um hitting challenges head on and learning from uh learning from our <clears throat> learning from our challenges like i've really found the most growth in my life from uh from the biggest struggles you know when <clears throat> when life is easy um and and we're just coasting uh, it becomes really, um, really dull, really, 
you know, boring. And, and um, so I, for me, I would have to say that, that the purpose of life is in the struggles found in, in your journey through life. Right. And the, and the lessons that are, that are there to be had in those, uh, in those struggles, in the, in the hard times. And, uh, um, you know, so often it's easy to, to just be consumed by, um, by the negative and to, to, uh, to become depressed or, or more introverted or to close off from the world and think that, you know, um, every circumstance, the world is out to get me and, um, and all of that. And, and I think that, I think that our purpose is to find those life lessons in, uh, in the struggles and, and, um, my best, my best legacy or purpose in life, um, or the two beautiful children that we've miraculously created, um, you know, if, if I could leave anything, uh, behind, it's a better version of myself in them and, um, uh, and to pass on those lessons that I've learned, uh, through my struggles to them so that maybe their struggles will be easier. Mm. Um, and then and then their children's children's children. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh, I resonate so deeply with that. I really do feel yeah. the, so similar when it comes to thinking about why we're here and what we ultimately want. And I just, I do, I, I agree that it's about uh, learning from the struggles and how fulfilling that actually is. As much as we like wish that we didn't have struggles at the same time, I, I think that we we kind of, thrive on that and especially yeah. if we can use those struggles to learn if we're just um feeling like victims and like you said the world's out to get us and just seeing everything as negative then of course we're not learning from the challenges but when we find ourselves in the space of actually being proactive about the things that we're faced with and thinking okay what is this what is there to learn from this how can i improve how can i teach, pass on my life lessons to my kids, and hopefully they can um, benefit from, from my life experience, you know, yeah. we're just always building upon, building upon past generations. And I, I just love how you put that. So thank you, Jason. Yeah. We're yeah. so grateful to have you in our community. We're grateful that we got to do these five questions with you because it is a lot of fun for me, very, very fulfilling for me to get to dive a little deeper into the mind of each of our ER shredders. So thank you for being willing to do this. And if there's anyone listening who would be willing to volunteer to be um, interviewed next, I'm needing more volunteers. I've got one scheduled for next week, but after that, my calendar is open for five questions. I, I wanna do at least one, one per week. So if you're willing to be interviewed, just like Jason was today, then I'd love to interview for, for these five questions interviews. And thanks again, Jason. And we'll be seeing more of you in the group. All right. Okay, thanks. Have a good day. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.